0: desert diaries hello Arizona calling and sorry yes slightly later than advertised this week because well Thanksgiving so belated happy Thanksgiving to you wherever you are it's been a very hard Thanksgiving for so many people this year as this is the celebration that really is about family more than any other time of the year for many people Here in the States, the holidays is a period that covers the last couple of months of the year and starts with Halloween, which, as you know, they go big on over here. And then there's Thanksgiving. And then in December, Christmas, Hanukkah and Kwanzaa, which starts on December the 26th and runs to the 1st of January. Kwanzaa is an African-American celebration of life that was introduced into the States in 1966 by Dr. Molana Karenga, who wanted there to be a festival about celebrating and welcoming the harvest is a bit of a response to the commercialism of Christmas. I was surprised last year by how many Americans that I'd met didn't spend Christmas Day with their families, but they'd go and see friends or stay at home, and there's generally not a big turkey meal in the way that we have in the UK. One of my friends had pasta, the other had Chinese takeaway. So all of that big roast dinner and travelling miles to get home to your family – It's all Thanksgiving. Now, this year, of course, most people I knew didn't get to spend it with their extended families, unless they happened to live really close by and were in their bubble. There were still people who got on planes and drove cross-country and all of that, but for many, this was a really different Thanksgiving this year. One of the big traditional events in the Thanksgiving calendar is the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade in New York City, a parade I'd taken the girls to when we were living there for a couple of months four years ago. It started in the 1920s and it's made up of huge floats which drive along 6th Avenue, towing massive balloons of various characters from film and TV like Snoopy and the Grinch and various Disney characters, to name but a few. The balloons didn't actually feature from the start of the parade's history, but they came in a few years later after organisers decided not to continue using live animals from Central Park Zoo on the parade, which seems like quite a sensible decision, doesn't it? This year, of course, was so, so different. There were no crowds allowed, just a handful of people showed up. But generally, people just watched online and on TV all across the country. This year was also a little bit different because it featured, and I think for the very, very first time, Native American people who performed a land acknowledgement, a traditional rattle song and a blessing honouring the people of Native American tribes historically based in the northeast of the United States. These people included the Lenape tribe of Manhattan, known now, of course, as Manhattan. Average house price, $1.6 million. Hello. And the Mashpee Wampanoag tribe, who've lived in what's now called Massachusetts and Rhode Island for 12,000 years. Been there quite a while. A campaign launched by Indigenous people across North America to reclaim their lands is really gathering pace this year. And in English, the blessing that form part of the parade on Thursday translates into creator and ancestors we honor you for all things we honor the lenape people of manhattan we honor all our relations because long ago we were here now we are here and we will always be here and so it is now you might think what's the significance here what's this got to do with thanksgiving And then you might remember that this time last year on the podcast, I told the story of how pilgrims and Native Americans sat down for the very first time together in the 1600s and created a feast, which they ate together, signing a treaty in friendship and collaboration. This is what Thanksgiving is all about, coming together in friendship and giving thanks. But that's not the whole story, or maybe even the story at all. One news article I was reading this week started with the line, Around this time every year, Americans come together to share a feast commemorating a myth about its first inhabitants. It went on to say that yes, a group of Native Americans did sit down with pilgrims in 1621 and a treaty was signed, but it was signed as an act of survival, not of friendship. And of course, in just a few short years, the relationship broke down and the tribe's population was decimated and much of their land lost. I had noticed a few of my American friends on Instagram this year talking about feeling uncomfortable celebrating Thanksgiving. Other people, of course, there's always another side, isn't there, that I'd seen on the news were angry that the whole nature of Thanksgiving was, in their words, being threatened, and American history was being rewritten by the liberals and the like. It's the same story whenever we view our histories through different lenses, of course, and re-examine how and why they were written, and, of course, who they were written by. But as ever... The majority of Americans that I know enjoyed a day off work and sat down with as much of their family as they could and ate and drank too much and watched the movies, which was exactly <laughs> as our day went. Food, Trivial Pursuit, more food, film, Edward Scissorhands, yet more food, film, The Greatest Showman, two episodes of The Crown and Bed. just lovely. (laughs) It's just what I needed. Food was so very much the star of the day. And I have to say the meal yesterday that I made is going down in history, I think, as the greatest roast I've ever cooked. Even if I say so myself, the culinary gods were smiling. I'm going to work backwards for you for the day. Three pie medley for pudding, all made from scratch. Pumpkin, of course. Treacle, chose by my nine-year-old took me a while to find tate and lars golden syrup i did it boom with custard also took me a while to find that i did it yes and then bakewell tart is requested by the 13 year old which was a triumph i think that was my favorite a really lovely mash-up then for pudding of uk and u.s desserts and i now need to climb about 87 mountains to work all those calories off (laughs) Now our main meal was was no turkey, you know we don't get involved with meat, but Mushroom Wellington, oh delicious, it's from a really brilliant cookbook actually called Bosch. two English boys behind that, fantastic book, if you fancy something a bit different, it's Ace. We had roast parsnips, roast potatoes, mashed potatoes. Yes, two types of potato. Candied carrots, Brussels sprouts steamed and then fried in olive oil and garlic and bread crumbs. Minty peas, cauliflower cheese, Yorkshire pudding, stuffing balls, proper gravy. And yes, I did it. I'd planned to make this earlier in the week and keep it off my Thanksgiving dinner plate. But I thought, do you know what? It was designed to be part of the team. Sweet potato casserole topped with marshmallows. I know, it sounds all kinds of wrong, but it's a big traditional part of a Thanksgiving meal, I was told, especially in the South. So I roasted some sweet potatoes and a little tin foil, or aluminum foil, as they'd say here, made little parcels with that with some olive oil in there, then took the skins off after roasting, mashed it up with butter, brown sugar, pecans, bung it in a casserole dish, Top with marshmallows. Oh yeah. In the oven, 15 minutes, done. Now, it <laughs> sounds quite simple. I did put the grill on at the end to brown them up and forgot, and the marshmallows went pitch black. But marshmallows are quite good at getting burnt and getting over themselves. So you can just sort of lift off that top layer of black. And I thought, well, there you go. No big drama. Scrape I did, it looked fine. So the meal was then ready. Everything was on my plate. I scooped a big spoon of gooey orange and white matter, nuzzled up to the stuffing. I lifted the fork to my mouth in anticipation and... Man alive, it's amazing. It's really so, so good. I mean, now an extra 24 mountains I need to climb after that carbon sugar fest, but I am converted. Sweet potato and marshmallow casserole. I am sorry I ever doubted you, and I will see you next Thanksgiving without a shadow of a doubt. So it was such a lovely meal and a lovely day as well, just the four of us, and we did give thanks before we ate for the food, for each other, for the fact we feel safe and secure, for our health. But of course we couldn't help but think of all the other people we missed. People we love who aren't so well. People we love who are on their own right now. Times are still tough but there's also hope around right now and that is what we focused on. (laughs) I want to say a really, really big thank you if you're a listener to Desert Diaries. I do love hearing from you. Please do get in touch. You can find me on Twitter at Walker Sam, on Instagram at Sam Walker Radio, and on Facebook, just search for Sam Walker's Desert Diaries. I do always try and reply to all your messages. It might take me a little while, but do give me a nudge if you haven't heard. And if you can leave a review or a quick rating wherever you listen, that really does help other people to find the podcast as well. You can also knock on your neighbour's door with a cactus-shaped cake or maybe hire a plane and skywrite, listen to Sam Walker's Desert Diaries. Those two things would work just as well. Whatever you have time for, essentially. Thank you so, so much. And of course, I'll see you in the desert.